welcome to Story Station, Episode 3. In this episode, you can listen to three European stories. The first story is titled, The Choice of a Serpent. Listen to the story of a simple trick played by the farmer's wife to find a good maidservant. The second story is titled, A Bag of Nuts. Who knew cracking and eating nuts in the footsteps of a church could cause so much trouble? The third story is titled, The Small Toothed Dog. In this story, a dog saves a merchant from thieves, but as repayment, he doesn't want a golden goose, golden eggs, or anything else that's valuable. What does he want? What happens next? Listen to find out. Hope you enjoy it. Today, I will read a European story called The Choice of a Servant. A farmer's wife was in need of a maidservant. So she asked a number of girls to come to her house, that she might choose the one that seemed most likely to suit her. Now, when the farmer's manservant heard what his mistress was going to do, he said to her, I will show you how to choose a good one. Very well, said the farmer's wife. So the manservant laid a besom across the path by which the girls had to come to the house, and he and his mistress watched them as they came near. The first girl who came kicked the besom aside. Then the farmer's man said, She's an idle girl and can't bend her back. The next girl who came jumped over the besom, and the farmer's man said, She won't do. She'll skip her work. The last girl who came picked the besom up and reared it up in a corner out of the way. Then the farmer's man said, That's the girl for me. She'll be careful industrious and tidy, so the third girl was chosen. The end. Hope you liked the story. The next story begins in a moment. Today, I will read a European story called The Bag of Nuts. It happened once that two men met in a churchyard about eight o'clock in the evening. One of them said to the other, Where are you going? The other answered, I'm going to get a bag of nuts that lies under my mother's head in this churchyard. But tell me, where are you going? He said, I'm going to steal a fat sheep out of this field. Wait, to, wait here till I come back. Then the other man got the nuts that were under his dead mother's head and stood on the church porch cracking them. In those days, it was cu the custom to ring a bell at a certain time in the evening. And just as the man was cracking the nuts, the sexton came into the churchyard to ring it. But when he heard the cracking of the nuts in the porch, he was afraid and ran to tell the parson, who only laughed at him and said, Go and ring, fool. However, the sexton was so afraid that he said he would not go back unless the parson would go with him. After much persuasion, the parson agreed to go. But he had the gout very badly, and the sexton had to carry him on his back. When the man in the porch who was cracking the nuts saw the sexton coming into the churchyard with the parson on his back, he thought it was the man who had just gone out to steal the sheep, and had returned with the sheep on his back. So he bawled out, Is it a fat one? When the sexton heard this, he was so frightened that he threw the parson down and said, Aye, and thou canst take it if thou likes. So the sexton ran away as fast as he could and left the parson to shift for himself. But the parson ran home as fast as the sexton.
The end. I hope you like this story. The next story begins in a moment. Today, I will read a European story called The Small Toothed Dog. Once upon a time, there was a merchant who traveled about the world a great deal. On one of his journeys, thieves attacked him, and they would have taken both his life and his money if a large dog had not come to his rescue and driven the thieves away. When the dog had driven the thieves away, he took the merchant to his house, which, is a, which was a very handsome one, and he dressed his wounds and nursed him until he was well. As soon as he was able to travel, the merchant began his journey home. But before starting, he told the dog how grateful he was for his kindness, and asked him what reward he could offer in return. And he said he would not refuse to give him the most precious thing he had. And so the merchant said to the dog, Will you accept a fish that I have that can speak twelve languages? No, said the dog, I will not. Or a goose that lays golden eggs? No, said the dog, I will not. Or a mirror in which you can see what anybody is thinking about? No, said the dog, I will not. Then what will you have? said the merchant. I will have none of such presents, said the dog. But let me fetch your daughter and take her to my house. When the merchant heard this, he was grieved, but what he had promised had to be done. So he said to the dog, You can come and fetch my daughter after I have been at home for a week. So at the end of the week, the dog came to the merchant's house to fetch his daughter. But when he got there, he stayed outside the door and would not go in. But the merchant's daughter did as her father told her, and came out of the house dressed for a journey and ready to go with the dog. When the dog saw her, he looked pleased and said, Jump on my back, and I will take you away to my house. So she mounted the dog's back, and away they went at a great pace, until they reached the dog's house which was many miles off. But after she had been a month at the dog's house, she began to mope and cry. What are you crying for, said the dog. Because I want to go back to my father, she said. The dog said, If you will promise me that you will not stay at home more than three days, I will take you there. But first of all, said he, what do you call me? A great, foul, small-toothed dog, she said. Then he said, I will not let, he, let you go. But she cried so pitifully that he promised again to take her home. But before we start, said he, tell me what you call me. Oh, she said, your name is sweet as a honeycomb. Jump on my back, said he, and I'll take you home. So he trotted away with her on her back for 40, 40 miles when they came to a stile. And what do you call me, said he, before they got over the stile? Thinking that she was safe on her way, the girl said, A great, foul, small-toothed dog. But when she said this, he did not jump over the stile, but turned right round about at once and galloped back to his own house with the girl on his back. Another week went by, and again the girl wept so bitterly that the dog promised her again to take her to her father's house. So the girl got on the dog's back again, and they reached the first stile as before. And then the dog stopped and said, And what do you call me? Sweet as a honeycomb, she replied. So the dog leaped over the stile, and they went on for twenty miles, until they came to another stile. 
and what do you call me said the dog with a wag of his tail she was thinking more of her father in her own home than of the dog so she answered a great foul small-toothed dog then the dog was in a great rage and he turned right round about and galloped back to his own house as before after she had cried for another week the dog promised again to take her back to her father's house so she mounted upon his back once more and when they got to the first stile the dog said and what do you call me sweet as a honeycomb she said so the dog jumped over the stile and away they went for now the girl made up her mind to say the most loving things she could think of until they reached her father's house when they got to the door of the merchant's house the dog said and what do you call me just at that moment the girl forgot the loving things that she meant to say and began a great but the dog began to turn and she got fast hold of the door latch latch and was going to say foul when she saw how grieved the dog looked and remembered how good and patient she had been he had been with her so she had, so she said sweeter than a honeycomb when she said this she thought the dog would have been content and galloped away but instead of that he suddenly stood up on his hind legs and with his forelegs he pulled off his dog's head and tossed it high in the air his hairy coat dropped off and there stood the handsomest young man in the world with the finest and smallest teeth you ever saw of course they were married and lived together happily the end. i hope you enjoyed this story thank you for listening to story station we are adding stories as frequently as possible so check back often we would love to hear your feedback and any questions you may have thank you